did this, you look like a newborn baby baby deer. Just like, across the street, like you didn't know how to work your legs yet. It was like that, and you were just like flipping everyone off, just waving your finger birds in the air, and like stumbling. Yes, but you were the one who pulled out the potato vodka and was like, I don't know where this came from, what? reminder that Trashly Talks contains some explicit language and adult content, so if you're listening with children, please remember to pop in your headphones or wait till they're not with you, because I don't want anyone yelling at me that their children learned bad words. Okay, so greetings, loved ones, and welcome to episode four of Trashly Talks. I am Ashley, your host, and today I have a very special co-host who you have already met, but I'm going to let her introduce herself again, because maybe you haven't listened to episode three, and if you haven't, you should. But I'll let her introduce herself, and then we'll get rolling. So, hey everyone, I'm Allison. I am the much nicer twin of the other Allison, who was drunk last episode and made a fool of herself. (laughs) (laughs) But I'd like to also say Roll Tide, even though our uh, Iron Bowl didn't go as we expected or planned. And I had to sit through it sober, everyone. So please, moment of silence for me and my soberness. Pour one out for your homie, Allison, because she's just sad. And also maybe dribbling on my carpet right now, I'm unsure. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, so we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. It's going to be a shorter episode than what Allison's last episode was. We're going to try to cut that in half. Um, So... 45 minutes instead of an hour and a half. Woo. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. Is that right? That's the math for that, isn't it? Yes. Good. Um, promise I'm not drunk yet. Today's episode is brought to you by bourbon, specifically Evan Williams, um, that Allison put in this fancy thing that her friend got her. Allison, tell us about what is special about this Evan Williams that we're drinking. So my roommate from college is basically an angel from heaven, and not only does she have the most adorable cat ever, Noodles, who made a guest appearance on our last episode. If you may remember, Ashley thought that Noodles was a dog. (laughs) But my roommate from college gave me this amazing bottle that had black tea and like pumpkin spices, and it's specifically to steep bourbon in. And so these are bourbon pumpkin spice tea cocktails. And by cocktails, we mean we just poured bourbon into a glass with ice. So... I don't know if we can go as classy as saying this is a cocktail, but there are some ice cubes and it's making a jingling noise. Yeah, so. on the rocks. Cocktail. Great. Okay, so we're drinking some bourbon. We don't have any food in here today except a jar of peanut butter, but we'll see how the rest of the night goes because um, we're hoping to get through this pretty quick. So we'll see what happens. Because so, talking faster will make us get through it quicker. Oh, yeah, as so I'm like <laughs> literally just speeding. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep that in there too. Okay. Please. Great. So the first thing we're going to talk about is something that Allison hates. Well, she loves, but currently hates, because we're going to talk about college football. (laughs) So if you watch college football, or if you don't watch college football, you probably know that last weekend was rivalry. Rivalry. Why is that so hard for me to say? I don't know. Rivalry. There you go. Weekend. Um, Which means that all of the teams that you like played the team that you hate. And it was an interesting weekend. So, first game I want to talk about is the Wisconsin game. I don't know if you watched the Wisconsin game. I watched part of it. I was flipping back and forth between the Auburn game and the Wisconsin game. Um, And this was a really big game for Wisconsin because they're having a really great season. um, And they were close to having a playoff bid if things happened this past weekend. 
So they had to win, and a couple other teams had to lose, and there had to be, like, some shifting, but they had a chance for a playoff bid, which is super awesome. Wait, I thought Wisconsin was undefeated. They are, but they were not, they were in, I don't think, they were ranked five. (laughs) Okay, and Alabama was 11-1 and and ranked number one. No, no, we were undefeated also. Really? And ranked number one. The only game we've lost. Oh, right, is this one. Um... (laughs) Easy there, Ashley. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. It's okay. There's no such thing as SEC bias, which is clearly shown by Wisconsin not being in the top four before this week. I mean, yeah, no, no big deal. Um, but Wisconsin like laid a smackdown on Minnesota. So Wisconsin is now ranked three. At the time, they were on, they were ranked, but I think they were like five. Um, but it goes to show you, they only went up two spots which is crazy, but they laid a smackdown on Minnesota. Granted, Minnesota is unranked. It was 31 nothing. So just, like, an embarrassment of a football game for Minnesota. That's the best kind of rivalry game, though. Like, like, your rival specifically, like, I never want to just beat Auburn. I don't want it to be an interesting game. I want to, like, crush them into the ground (laughs) and have all of the Auburn friends afraid to go on social media for the next few days instead of how they are currently which is like posting every six minutes about something that happened oh, they're like here's another picture of tumor's corner <laughs> all right we're talking about minnesota and uh wisconsin though yes but now we're done with that game because i don't <laughs> care about it anymore so the next game that i think was another big one was the ohio state game ohio state played michigan everyone knows that's like a huge rivalry in college football because michigan is terrible um, I say this because I'm also an Ohio State fan. I was going to say, Ohio State's been pretty good, too, so. They've had a decent season. They're ranked eight, um, which isn't isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was actually an interesting game in that Michigan scored points. <laughs> so Michigan is also unranked, so I'm not saying this is like a ranked versus unranked thing because, you know, Wisconsin also played an unranked team. But Michigan is also unranked, and Ohio State only beat them 31-20. to Hmm, interesting. How did they get 20? Did they miss an extra point? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Whole, I didn't watch the whole game. I was trying to go dress shopping. It didn't really work that well. I don't understand. Like, is this an Ohio, like, an other people college thing that, like, other things happen during football? Like, you were switching back and forth between, like, the Alabama-Auburn game and another thing, and, like, you were not paying attention to, like, football that day? Well, like, that's all I did. I was paying attention <laughs> to the um, Auburn-Alabama game because that was the game I cared about the most. Mm-hmm. And so when that was on a commercial, I would flip to the Wisconsin game and check the score and then flip right back to the Auburn game. But things do go on outside of football at schools that are not SEC schools. Okay. And I went to a school that doesn't have a football team. Like, my undergrad institution does not have a football team. I just don't understand how it works. I know, because you went to Alabama (laughs) where all you do is football. Yeah. And it's Saturday is the day that the earth exists. Because there's football, and then the rest of the week is just like, meh. The rest of the week is your professors trying to make jokes about football to make you more engaged in class. Yes, and preparing for the next football game. My anatomy professor, the first day of our 8 a.m. class, played our um, football hype video to wake us all up. And you were like, And that is a true story. Same. (laughs) And I was hyped. (laughs) And I felt it. I felt the hype. Um, Okay, so some other games that were, I guess, important. They don't really matter. But my friend Max will be mad if I don't mention it. Florida State beat Florida. So, good job, Knowles. <laughs> you and everyone else this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Did Miami win this week? I don't know. I don't know what Miami I didn't even doing. care. I didn't either. But maybe we should have. Um, let's see. They played 
Pittsburgh. No! They lost to Pittsburgh! Oh. I remember this because I was so excited because Tech beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then <laughs> Pittsburgh beat Miami, but Miami beat Tech, so it's like this weird circular yes. existence. I don't know. It's weird. To bring up Alabama football and every football <laughs> game that we've talked about. Why not? Uh, through that transitive property. Troy beat LSU, who beat Auburn, who beat Alabama. So, so really, Troy is like the best team in college football right now. I saw someone post that on Twitter. I died. If you've never heard of Troy, neither has anyone else. Yeah, I didn't know it was a real place until I saw that tweet, and I'm still not convinced it's a real place. To I didn't honest. realize a friend from high school went there until he posted on Facebook, like, for the Yikes. first time in ages, like, yay, go Troy! Yike. Oh, God, one singular yike. Um... But yeah, so there were some rivalry, rivalry games, but now we're going to talk about the most important one, mm. which was probably the biggest game of the weekend. Mm. I think, you know, it was number one um, versus whatever number Auburn was. I think they were nine? I think they were nine. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and, you know, Auburn had some, some home field advantage. And uh, as an Auburn fan, I never want to admit that Auburn won because Alabama played a crappy game of football. But I can admit that Alabama just played what happened. Yeah, but, like, not, like, in a, like, dominant kind of way. <laughs> like, uh... Oh, like, yeah. yeah, no, like, the opposite of no, that. They, they shit themselves, really. Is the glare from Auburn's Jumbotron was just too much. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Um, but when... Both, first things first, both, both Alabama and Auburn fucked up a lot in that game. There were a lot of calls that just, like, just stupid, let's not even talk about, like, how to play football because they just forgot. Both teams at one point were just like, what is this ball? Like, Auburn's quarterback couldn't hold on to it. Like, he got a snap and just, like, let it tumble to the ground and then didn't even have the, the like, common sense to fall on the football. Mm -hmm. He tried to, like, pick it up and, like, <laughs> potato it. I wish you guys could see the dance moves that Ashley is doing right now describing the Auburn uh, quarterback. It's pretty great. Promo material for this episode may be me doing the Auburn quarterback dance, so just wait for that. I like it. Um, but, yeah, it was just, it was a good game of football other, when, other than when they all just forgot how to play mm -hmm. football. What I am more interested in in talking about this football game is talking about the announcement and the news that, like, followed this football game. I wanted to talk first that the CBS announcers kept calling Jalen Hurts, like, the Cam Newton just because he's black and a quarterback. <laughs> like, he is a black man who runs a football, and therefore he is the same as Cam Newton. Like, if anyone sees any other similarities between Jalen Hurts and Cam Newton, feel free to message us. But I see none except for his skin color and him, the fact that he's a running quarterback. And I guess he's a little, like, he's tall. Like, Cam Newton's the kind of big guy. But like quarterbacks are tall. Yeah, but Cam Newton's just, like, big. Like, Cam Newton is running back. But Jalen isn't that big. I don't think he's that big, uh -huh. but maybe they were trying to be like, oh, he is. I don't know. No, they were wrong. They're wrong. He wasn't Mr. Clutch. He's not Cam Newton. Please stop Things saying that. that. bothered me so much during the game, and I told Allison this several times, and I keep <laughs> saying it, is that they kept calling him Mr. Clutch for the entire game, but he hadn't complete, like, they hadn't converted on third down the entire game until the third quarter, and they were like, Mr. Clutch, here he is. But he's 0 for 16 on third down conversions. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's the same. Oh man, speaking of third down conversions, my favorite thing to come out of this Iron Bowl is uh, Lane Kiffin apparently uh, tweets a lot about owls or something. I don't know, it's <laughs> kind of strange. But uh, Lane Kiffin uh, on if Nick Saban misses him, I don't know if he misses me, maybe on third down he does. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn. Because Ruthless. It's so easy to be Alabama's offensive coordinator. You just hand it to the 10 running backs that we've recruited. There are And you let them. them run the ball. But instead, it's like, oh, Jalen Hurts should keep it and run the ball. But it's not, I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator thinking that, or if it's Jalen Hurts thinking, I should keep this and run it. Mm-hmm. Like, he just is bad at surveying and being like, oh, look, there's open people, like, I could pass. Instead, he just runs 10 yards back, looks at it, and everything goes shit, and then just tries to run. And normally he can run, like, 20 yards forward. It's fine, but it's either that or he fumbles. (laughs) (laughs) Or the, who was it, just clapping? (laughs) Who was clapping? Oh, (laughs) Bo. So Joe, on uh, every time that we get a first down from Bo Scarborough, yells, it's Bo time, like the Bojangles like, commercial. Course, yes, naturally. <laughs> I don't know why you would do anything else. But uh, Lane Kippen wins for the weekend. He can probably pick up some freshman girl yeah. at whatever weird school he's at now. So cheers to just him. I don't know if I can cheers to Lane Kippen. We're doing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I think I've made Allison sufficiently angry. Yeah. Ang- yeah, that was English. <laughs> sufficiently angry enough after talking about this game. This is, like, the fifth time we've talked about it in the past. Yeah, I might, uh, have a reputation for <laughs> shit-talking other people's teams after Alabama wins, and so I got it good at work oh, <laughs> on just, Monday after this game. We Allison so hard. <laughs> But I wanted to talk a little bit about the rankings um, because, oh, no, I just closed the articles about the turkeys. Um, I'll reopen that anyway, and I'll cut this part out. But I wanted to talk a little bit about rankings because the rankings are were kind of surprising to me, um, but also not that surprising. So do you know the rankings currently, Allison? I know some of them. Okay, so where is Alabama, who went from number one? Five. Yeah, so I know that one. (laughs) Good job. So Alabama is um, now fifth, which puts them, as of right now, out of playoff. Which, why are there only four teams in the playoff? We can continue discussing this forever. There should be eight. I'm sorry. I don't feel that way. I feel like there should be one and Alabama should just be handed the the national championship. The whole thing is there's no playoffs. None of the games matter all season. They just hand Alabama a national championship. That's some bullshit. So, uh, out of all of the playoff games, the Iron Bowl has decided, like, who is one of the teams in the national championship in all but one of the playoff games since they've instituted this, like, Mm -hmm. playoff. Yeah. So, I think it should just be the Iron Bowl. (laughs) I mean, okay, so everyone tell us your thoughts on the college football playoffs if you think it should just be the iron bowl where it's auburn and alabama playing against each other and then that's it and then whoever wins that is the national champion which happened at one point i am pretty sure that alabama like 10 of alabama's national like 16 national championships are just that that we decided we were the national champions <laughs> and yeah. so it's it like was no one contested them they were just like it seems fine whatever i don't want to argue <laughs> People just didn't even show up to the championship game. It was just Alabama playing against Alabama. It's like back and forth. Mm. Okay, so we started with number five, so it's Alabama. Number four now is Allison's favorite team. Auburn? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Alabama hates everyone. Like, everyone hates Alabama, <laughs> and Alabama hates everyone. Yeah, but like, if I said favorite, that obviously means. Yeah. Obviously means Well, Auburn. see, Clemson beat us last year, and they're up there, too, so I was like, oh, God, where is Clemson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So Auburn is four, um, which is a pretty decent jump that they made. So Alabama went down, I think, four slots, and yeah. Auburn went up four, mm-hmm. I guess, ish. That um, works. Do you know who's number three? Is it Wisconsin? Three is Wisconsin. Yay, I win. Go Badgers. More drinks. Um, more drinks for us. But that's really great. Um, glad they actually made it into the top four because I actually wasn't sure that they would. I know. Even still, I was like, Alabama's still going to be four. They'll put Auburn maybe at five or, <laughs> you know, wherever. And Where they belong. Pick three random other SEC teams to throw in there. They'll be like, oh, who's played any football this year? Great. Good choice. Um, number two is Oklahoma. Yeah, who plays Wisconsin in whatever division championship they have, right? I th- hmm. No, maybe? I don't know. I think that's true. I'll look it up while you continue to Okay. Talk. But Oklahoma has, what's their quarterback's name who was cussing people out and grabbing his junk and... What? Yeah. I don't he know. He suspended it. from the beginning of the first game. He wasn't allowed, the, of this game, their like rivalry game, he wasn't allowed to play. Wow. And he's a senior and a captain. He wasn't allowed to come out as a captain either. Was, I mean, I feel like we talked about sexual harassment We already. did. So <laughs> we can, but I mean, it was directed at other football players, so I guess it was less bad. But also, he's probably going to win the Heisman. So, good on him, I guess. I feel like it's not less bad if it's towards other men. Like I don't that. either, but I was trying to be like, maybe he was just very emotional. I don't know, but I don't want to make excuses for anyone harassing anyone else. Um, and then number one is my least favorite team, currently, in college football. Is it Clemson? Clemson. Yeah. Fucking Clemson. Yeah. So, the first year we played them, I really liked their fans, and everything was cool, but then I went to the national championship again, like, when we played Clemson again, and all we wanted to do was watch the last second of the game, and all of the Clemson fans in our bar were, like, throwing beer bottles, like, (laughs) around (laughs) and kind of at us, and we were like, we just want to watch the end. Like, we were already beaten and down. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't matter at that point, but it mattered. Only one of the people I was with was an obnoxious drunk. All the rest of us just wanted to watch the game. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. All right. Also, their tiger is way worse than Obby. Like, I don't like Auburn, and the Clemson tiger is the freakiest tiger mascot. That's true. I will not (laughs) contest that. It's it's weird eyes. Wait. However, the um, cougar mascot, Joelle's team... Did you see it? I have never in seen the, the cougar mascot. I've only seen the flag. Good old, what is it? Old Crimson? I don't know. But, uh, Crimson? Oh, Karen old Cougar? Crimson, I think. Karen Cougar? Yes. <laughs> it's a girl? I guess. Interesting. Oh no, maybe it's not this one. We'll have to cut this out. One of the uh, ESPN commercials. We'll go through and cut all of this out. That's Just fine. stop it. We'll cut record it. it. Never mind. I can't, I don't know whose mascot it is. It's one of the, excellent, like, current commercials, and it has the, like, ugliest cat mascot in the world. Like, it looks like a nightmare Halloween costume. I mean, same. (laughs) That's what I look like daily. Okay, so we've talked a lot about college football now, um, and I think that that is a good kind of amount of college football to talk about. Yeah, I'm done. Great. Done with this season, unless the uh, committee decides to not let us be done with this season. Which, who knows at this point. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is Thanksgiving. Allison, how was your Thanksgiving? It was really great. Like, I love Thanksgiving food. I would eat Thanksgiving food all day, every every day. 
if I knew that I wouldn't get really fat, which I would because I would eat all of it all day, every day. So I got to a point when I was eating Thanksgiving dinner where I was so full, but it was so good. I didn't want to stop eating. And my mom is like watching me eat and I'm just sitting there basically crying <laughs> because my mouth is full and I'm so full I can't swallow. It's like, it's up to here. And she's like, Ashley, just stop eating. And I was like, I can't, mom. And she was like, Ashley, stop. And I was like, no. <laughs> And so then she's just laughing at me because, you know, I have food just everywhere because I, I couldn't swallow it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but I sat there. It took me probably three or four minutes to swallow my last mouthful of food. And it was not a lot of food in that, that last bit. The question is, did you have dessert after this moment? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. We took a break for a little while. Okay. Um, and laid on the couch for a bit. And then my mom made whipped cream, which we have, we've had a discussion about. I told her the story about Joe <laughs> then only buying heavy whipping cream. And she was like, I mean, same. <laughs> but sometimes you just ask him to like pick up some whipped cream and you're like, damn it. I didn't want to whip it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wanted it whipped. <laughs> but okay. Um, but yeah, we had pudding pie and which is like mm. my favorite pie. What is pudding pie? Oh my gosh. It's like a Keebler graham cracker crust and you just make chocolate pudding and pour the chocolate pudding <laughs> inside of the pie crust and it's the best that's awesome it's so good it's my mom's specialty because my mom is not a baker other than chocolate chip cookies she makes like some bomb chocolate chip cookies um but she's not a baker but that that is her ish because it's not really baking it's just like a pre-made crust with pudding and yeah you throw it in the fridge that sounds amazing and then you put some whipped cream on top of it it's perfect i have like <laughs> A piece of pie, but like a mountain of whipped cream. Mm -hmm. That's how it has to be. The whipped yeah. cream is so much better than like any of the dessert. Like it needs the dessert to complement it. You can't like just eat whipped it's cream. It's just bites. a vessel, <laughs> a vessel to hold the whipped cream. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad you agree. I mean, I would eat whipped cream just by itself. It was sitting in the fridge, and I was sitting there before I left, and I was like, "How much of this could I eat without being absolutely sick?" I ride right back. But so I actually had Thanksgiving with Joe's family, and I'm curious your opinions on this. Their opinions on Thanksgiving is that it can never deviate from normal, like, from what Thanksgiving is. Like, Thanksgiving is a tradition, and you have the cranberry sauce out of a can, and you have your stuffing just so, and you have your turkey made this way, and no one can bring any... I heard that there was a huge controversy in, like, 09 when someone put rosemary in the mashed potatoes, and everyone was like, oh my god, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, like, because in my family, like, we try new stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we've made, like, different types of cranberry sauce every year, okay. and, like, sometimes we have steak instead of turkey, and, Which like, I think it's awesome. But his family is like nothing can ever deviate so what is your family like so my family does pretty much the same thing every year for thanksgiving but we don't do the same thing i guess the thing is we stick to those things on like thanksgiving and christmas and um what is christmas eve it's like what is that other one <laughs> um but that's mostly because we don't ever eat those things like any other time so turkey is strictly on Thanksgiving, and we will never have turkey again. Okay. Other than on Thanksgiving Day and the 15 days of leftovers that we have because my mom made a 17-pound turkey for four people. <laughs> I, I picked it up, and I was like, how much? And once it was stuffed, it must have weighed 20, like 30 uh -huh. pounds. And I was like, how much does this turkey weigh? And my mom was like, 17. And I was like, there are four people in this house. 
four. Oh, my mom does the same thing, but uh, one of the four is a vegetarian, and so she doesn't even eat the meat that my mom buys. And my mom is like, we have to buy enough for us, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, we don't eat that much food, and Sarah doesn't eat it at all. Yep, yeah, we had a ton of turkey left. And then my dad ended up, like, when he was, you know, cleaning it to, like, store the rest of it, he didn't even fully clean, like, the bones of the turkey and we had so much left because he was just like i can't he's like i'm over it and i was like that's fair but no we do really traditional on thanksgiving and christmas and christmas eve because we eat similar things but we do christmas eve sometimes we like deviate so we never usually go out for dinner and two years ago we went out for dinner on mm. christmas eve which was fancy yeah but then last year we went back to like eating at my house i think it was because tyler came to visit and i was like we can't not have thank uh christmas Eve dinner, if Tyler is here, we can't not have it. My oh, dad. so you're the tradition, like, person. No, I'm not, but I just didn't want to go out to dinner. I wanted him to know, because, so Tyler's family does something on Christmas Eve. It's called Valia. It's a, a big thing that their their family does. They celebrate it every year, and I wanted him to know that my family does things together, too, because the only time he'd ever visited my family, like, other than that, I forced him to go sit at the Harley dealership for an entire day. To buy motorcycles. Tyler doesn't ride a motorcycle. Has no desire to ride a motorcycle. So I wanted him to know that it's not just we sit at car dealerships and motorcycle dealerships every time he's with me. That's fair, even though that sounds way cooler than like any Christmas dinner. I don't know. My Christmas Eve and Christmas dinners are super good. Yes, but Harley dealerships are fun. It was fun. (laughs) It was fun. I stole a pen from the Harley dealership. What? So, Don't admit that on the internet. No, it's fine. <laughs> they know. I bought a motorcycle. I could steal it. I didn't buy a motorcycle. My dad bought a motorcycle. <laughs> I was going to say, like, did you buy a motorcycle? No, my dad bought a motorcycle. Ashley, with her med school debt, was like, yeah, just, like, popping debt dollars. I mean, I thought about it, and I was like, because technically it's income, so I could put it all down as income. I was like, that's a bad idea. So I don't have a motorcycle. I want one. We'll be getting one soon. Ashley but, and I will be motorcycle twins. Yes, we will. <laughs> when we save up. When... Allison and I sometimes just sit together and we're like, let's look at motorcycles. And we're just scrolling. And Ashley's looking at Harleys and I'm looking at like Hondas on Craigslist that are $300. And she's like, I wonder if this runs. Probably not. It's like, ooh, that's an interesting shade of orange. <laughs> ooh, that orange gives me nightmares still. Do you know how much I hate orange? Like, we stopped talking about college football, but really need to bring it back to every team who is the worst team ever has the color orange. Clemson. Tennessee. Auburn. Mm -hmm. Virginia Tech's orange is ugly too. (laughs) Virginia Tech has the worst orange. I love Virginia Tech. I'm happy I am a Virginia Tech student. They have a cute bird as their mascot. I don't think the the hokey bird creeps me out. But all mascots really creep me out, so I guess that's maybe part of it. Oh, I like Big Al has like this hoop, so that it's like a bat (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I'm into that. That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Okay, but we really got on this to talk about, I'm, how did we even get here? We're talking about Thanksgiving. Yes, so turkeys. So, we want to talk about turkey fryers and turkey fryer fires. Say that ten times fast, ladies and gents. No. Okay. <laughs> we want to talk about the states that have the most turkey fryer fire claims. So, Allison, give me some that you can think of that maybe have a lot of these. Florida. Um, I don't see Florida on here. Ah. Uh. I was going to say Alabama, but that sounded like 
bad coming to, as like my first guess. So Alabama's not on here either. What is Mississippi? They're the only state worse than us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mississippi's on here either. What? Yeah, this is surprising. Who is on this list? Are like people in like New Hampshire frying too many turkeys? Oh my god, am I right? <laughs> New Hampshire's not on there, but it is northern states. It's a lot of northern states. Uh, okay, so the first one is South Carolina, which I'm not surprised because South Carolina is ridiculous. What happened to northern states? This, uh, <laughs> this is ten. I'm counting down. Okay, okay. The high states are northern states. Okay, you said the first one, so I assumed oh, no. top. No, no, no. They have eleven claims a year of turkey fryer. That's not that bad. Fryers. No. Uh, Minnesota is number nine. They also have 11. Pennsylvania, my home state, good old Pennsylvania, 12 claims a year by Turkey Fryer. Wait, is Minnesota tied with South Carolina? Yeah, they're tied. Okay. Um, and then Louisiana, which I don't really get. I don't know. Louisiana's a weird place. Yeah. It's like um, New Orleans and like this vast wasteland. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I'm sorry if you live in Louisiana and you're listening to this. Please give me reasons to love your state. No. I'm sure there are some. We all hate LSU too. Y'all smell like corn dogs. <laughs> um, California, which is not a northern state, but California is just weird. I don't consider that really any area. It's yeah, just if like, it broke off into the sea and became its own island, everyone would be like, oh, that makes sense. It is. <laughs> like California could secede and everyone would be like, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Um, Ohio is number four. Good job, Ohio. Um, and the tip that they get, so this article I'm looking at also gives tips on, like, how to handle turkey fryer fires, and one of them was do not use ice or water to cool down oil or extinguish an oil fire. Yeah, guys, come on now. <laughs> so remember, don't take the snow that's outside in your barren wasteland of Ohio. Just kidding, I love Ohio. Is it snowing in Ohio right now? It snows in Ohio all the time. Oh, Tyler no. called me the other day and there was snow on the ground. No. Mm-hmm. In Alabama, it never snows. Right, here it snows. In Virginia, I drive around in the snow, and everyone's driving like a normal person, and I'm in my car, <laughs> like like that gif of the cat that's like going through hyperspace, and it's like, ah! <laughs> like, that's how I feel every time I drive in the snow. I'm like, everyone else is acting normal, so I have to act normal. But inside, I'm screaming. I'm like, we're all gonna die. Internal screaming. <laughs> Except for external screaming, because I'm alone in my car. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say same, but I can't because <laughs> I'm from Pennsylvania and we don't... And there's snow there, I guess. Yeah, we're used to that. Um, number three is New York. 18 claims a year. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Illinois also has 18. Caution, the lids and handles on the sides of the cooking pot get dangerously hot, posing severe burn hazards. Use well-insulated pot holders or oven mitts when touching handles and wear safety goggles. <laughs> No one's ever going to wear safety goggles while they're frying their okay, turkey. Number one I'm surprised by. Actually, no, I'm not surprised by it because everything's bigger in the state. Texas! <laughs> so why the heck not with Texas, you know? See, I feel like this isn't fair because it's not, like, controlled by how many people live in your state. Like, I mean, it might be. I didn't read all of it. No, how many? Know. It was, like, by number of people. It was number of claims. Claims. Yeah. So do you but think... But I don't know if it's, like, per 100. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's... I don't know. I think there's just only 11 people in South Carolina that were, like, that lowered their pride enough to go to the hospital and admit that like, <laughs> they were trying to fry a turkey. How'd you burn your whole face off? Oh, I was frying a turkey. Yeah. Make something up. <laughs> the, the usual. No, no. Um, have you ever fried a turkey? I have not. 
Joe wanted to fry one while we were in college, and my biggest pot... Of course he did. That was actually my roommate. So sorry, Elizabeth. <laughs> we didn't actually end up frying it in because the turkey wouldn't fit in the pot with the oil. Mm. And so uh, he wants to buy a turkey fryer this year. It's nope. going to happen. It just is... I mean, he's a homeowner. I guess he can do what he wants. Yeah, he can do it in the middle of his backyard, and he can lie at the hospital when they ask him how he got these burns. And he probably would, too. No, he would definitely be... He would definitely be the person to say, yeah, I was frying the turkey. He would hang his head, and his beard would, like, poof out. <laughs> Poor Joe. If Joe ever listens to this, it's just us talking about Joe. Oh, I'm never going to tell him. <laughs> like, Joe is the star of this podcast, really. <laughs> Him and Noodles. Yeah, Joe and Noodles. The Joe and Noodles show. Um, okay, so that's all I had on Thanksgiving because I... Oh. Oh, never mind. I'll use that for my hot take. Which is what we're going to get to now. So oh, good. hot takes. Good. Alright, I was going to use this one that I've been saying for a couple weeks, but I think I'm going to use that one instead in a later episode. And I'm going to use this one today. Oh, Ashley's keeping her hot takes from us. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah, I'm, i got to keep you coming back somehow. And I'm sure it's not the hot takes, but we'll... I, mean, I don't know. Okay, so my hot take for this week is that Thanksgiving is a holiday. Stores should not be opening at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving night for their Black Friday sales. Oh, I, that doesn't count as a hot that take. That is a hot take, because some people are so into it. They go out on Thursday morning. And don't spend Thanksgiving with their families. That's and just because they hate their family. Ugh, but hate your family at your house <laughs> with your family. Be thankful that you hate them so much. Be thankful you have a family to hate. It's so frustrating to me. I, mm, I'm angry. I'm really angry about this. <laughs> Ashley is literally fuming right now. Like steam is coming out of her head. Just like of my ears. Just like in a cartoon. No, but really, that's my hot take. Uh, Black Friday is fine, and I get it, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. I'm not. I never go out on Black Friday. We went out this year, and I hated every minute of it. But go out for Black Friday on Black Friday. And I don't really feel bad for the people who are with their families who are shopping. I feel bad for the people who have to work. Like, they had to miss dinner not by their choice, or miss family time not by their choice, but because everyone else wants to go shopping at 2 p.m. on Thursday. I feel like people don't, though. That people feel like they need to go. Like, that the only people who go out at that time are, one, people who hate their families and don't want to be around them. Which are also the only people who volunteer for those shifts at work. Like, you know who you are. And no, you know who your coworkers I are. friends who missed, like, family dinner. No, who volunteer. Oh, yeah. I was like... like, you have that one coworker who's like, please let me work on Christmas, oh God. <laughs> But, and, like, it's only the people who hate their families and the people who are your, like, weird stepdad who's super into getting the best deal on Craigslist and so goes and, like, camps out at Target at, like, 2 p.m. on Thursday. Except not even, they camp out at, like, 2 p.m. on Wednesday. Like, just waiting. <laughs> they just like camping. <laughs> God. So that's my hot take. Allison, what is your hot take for this week? Uh, so my hot take is directed at Ashley being a med student. <laughs> and my hot take is that even though patients who think that they're their own advocate, like in the hospital, like the patient who's like, you didn't check what my prescriptions are, and like the old lady who's I like... like, are you being an old lady right now? I am being an old... I'm always being an old lady. <laughs> but the... 
people in the hospital who argue with their doctors and who won't take their advice and who are like, no, listen to me. <laughs> I feel like it's a big complaint among doctors and like scientists that I know that people won't listen to them due to their status. But mm -hmm. my hot take is that don't listen. Like be your own advocate. And that I think there should be more resources out there for people to help them be their own advocate in an informed way and not in a, well, I read about this aromatherapy on Facebook kind of way. Because there are two ways. <laughs> Crystal healing. Yes. But you never know. It could work. We just haven't studied it enough yet. I think that's really important. Sorry, I was drinking bourbon and I <laughs> had needed a second. Um, I think that's really important because physician burnout is such a real thing. Like, so many physicians are burnt out, and it's not even just physicians, it's medical students, it's graduates, it's literally everyone. But physicians see it so much, especially intern physicians and, you know, like, early residents. Um, and a lot of it is because they just can't handle all of the patient care. Like, they can't juggle 15 patients at once, and they're not used to it. And it's nothing against med students, it's nothing against, you know, physicians. It's, it's hard. And, like, I think there should be mandatory classes in high schools about learning how to read things on the internet now. We're in the internet age. We've been in the internet age mm, since yes. we were in school. On the internets. <laughs> the internets. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, like, there should be a class on how to do your taxes and balance a checkbook. Oh, no, that's old school. Okay, well, I use the online checkbook app, too, but, like, doing my taxes would be great. I wish I understood how taxes work. I don't know. I just handed in a form and claimed zero on everything, and, like... You're like, I'm in a lot of debt. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> just take my money, please. Whatever. And just as long as you give me some. Thank you. <laughs> yes, but to all the doctors out there, do you think... Have you ever had a bad experience with a patient being their own advocate and not taking your advice and had it worked out badly for the patients? And then, like... Uh, conversely, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you had a patient who was their own advocate and you actually realized you made a mistake? Probably yeah. don't tell us your name in that case or something. I don't know how doctor <laughs> insurance works, but... I don't either. Yeah. And I maybe should. <laughs> okay. So those are our hot takes for the week. Uh, so you should email me and let me know if you have any hot takes of things you are really just passionate about and things you feel that are maybe not popular you can email me at trashlytalks at gmail.com you can reach out to me on twitter at trashlytalks to get in touch with the podcast or my personal twitter which is at turbo for what um and i will be sure to answer you like i said still only have like three followers so i will answer everything every email i get every tweet i get tell us some of your hot takes and tell us what you think about ours um feel free to argue with us we like that I feel like when you say your uh, Turbo for what Twitter name, I don't know how Twitter works, I'm sorry guys, Twitter handle, is that a word? Mm -hmm. uh, you should have that noise like that the radio stations have, like that bow, 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 bow. Why? <laughs> I just feel like Turbo for what needs to be followed by that. Mm, yes, maybe one day we'll do that. Uh, fun fact, Turbo for what is a name that was um, created, I guess, by... Um, a friend, mm. I guess. I don't know how to like, describe it. Um, so at the time, oh, it's fine. At the time, it was a guy I was talking to and his friend. Um, and my last name is a name. Um, but <laughs> but Turbo is like a variation on a nickname that people call me. And so they started calling me Turbo. And then Turbo for what happened. And so I'm still here. Four years later, using Turbo for what on everything. I like the way you describe him. Like, I met this person, like, 
at a Harley dealership, and then we spoke for five seconds and gave me my Twitter handle. Wait, what? That's you were like, what I said. you were like a person that I talked uh, to. Well, no, I was talking to him. Like we were oh, okay. going to date, and it was him and his friend. Okay. He knows who he is. He doesn't listen to this. So. so according to Ashley, talking to someone is going to date. Yeah. Have you never heard that? Like, I'm talking to them. It's like a thing. Yes. Oh, it is a thing, but it's a silly thing. I That's agree. That's my hot take. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Allison, do you want to do some drunk science? Oh, yes. I have drunk science for Ashley because I think this is going to be great. So uh, finish two more gulps of your drink, and then we're going to oh. start drunk science. Cheers, everyone. Cheers to drunk science. The first drunk science story that I have for everyone, while Ashley finishes this, <laughs> that great bourbon burn. Oh, that Kentucky hug. <laughs> is that, so, it's a story of a science cowboy. Man <laughs> gets diagnosed with cancer in 2011, is a scientist, decides that he really, really wants to do a clinical style of uh, Allison's cool. So am I. It's like Allison's cool. Man gets diagnosed with cancer, 2011. Really believes in his herpes vaccine that he's been developing. He's a doctor, also. But like, like where has he been developing it? That's my question. He's been developing it in his mind. That's part of the mystery. Got it. There's mystery and intrigue in the story, Ashley. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, uh, moves to an island in the Caribbean, uh, invites 20 Americans who have to s- sign a consent form that says they know that this clinical trial is not FDA approved and that he's purposefully trying to evade the FDA by moving to the, <laughs> the Caribbean, get injected with a herpes virus that no one, or a herpes vaccine, that no one knows what was in it except for him. So it's like this weird drug cocktail that he invited 20 Americans and injected it into them. And then was like, it cured their herpes, which is not how vaccines work. So I'm a little bit confused about the story in general. Then he dies. And so these people don't know what they were inoculated with. Never will. There's no one to sue. And the best part is that a company actually invested (laughs) in this herpes vaccine. So, tell me your thoughts. Okay, I have a lot of them. <laughs> so, first, what the actual fuck? That's number one. What kind of person is just like, I've been concocting this mystery vaccine in my cranium? A science cowboy. A science cowboy. I want to be a science cowboy. No, Do I you, don't. though? No, I don't. <laughs> but, like, he concocted this weird-ass vaccine. In his first things first, that's number one. What the F? Two, is who are these people who agreed to go with him to be... <laughs> inoculated with herpes and then given a vaccine no i think they were only given the vaccine and then inoculated with herpes whatever it was i feel like they might have had herpes i don't know i couldn't there's no the kicker to this is that he tried to publish a paper about the vaccine and some of the reviews (laughs) read but what about the irb though (laughs) yes they were like uh, so, first, he injected himself with the vaccine as his only safety study before he inoculated these people with it. And one of the reviewers said, while self-experiments are permitted, these still require IRB for review, which is an uh, international review board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just basically to make sure that we don't do anything like the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. Or... If you don't know anything about that, I will put a link to some information about the Tuskegee 
Tuskegee's syphilis experiments in the description of this podcast. Yes, but he tried to submit this paper as uh, scientific evidence, and all the other scientists were like, dude, no, what What did you do? Oh, God. <laughs> so no one knows, like, except for the people who got to review the paper, what he did. But also the people who reviewed it don't even seem to know. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone seems very confused about what he... Like, like what, what happened? What mixture of chemicals he gave to these people if he then exposed them to, to herpes or not, which is the real only way to test a vaccine. Like, right. If you think about the creation of the smallpox vaccine, it was he injected, like, well, not injected, inoculated this kid with cowpox and then exposed him to smallpox and he didn't get it. It was so, his own kid, I think. I don't know whose kid. It was a kid. <laughs> it was a child. There was a child. He gave it. A potentially really harmful disease. It. <laughs> yeah, you can tell I'm so ready for children. He gave it a disease. Um, but, you know, so in order for him to say that a vaccine is effective, he would have had to inoculate these people with the vaccine. Inoculate, not inoculate. <laughs> what? Inoculate these people with the vaccine and then also give them herpes to see if they, like, got herpes. So there could just be some people in this Caribbean island with some random strain of herpes just, like, existing. That's terrifying. Mm. But he got his company invested in. Uh, This is also coming... uh, This story I read in a blog called In the Pipeline by Derek Lowe, and I thought it was fantastic, and I really recommend that to anyone who's interested in science news. But uh, uh, the company... uh, uh, no, uh, is called Rational Vaccines. And it was uh, invested in by Peter Thiel's investment fund. So someone named Peter Thiel thinks that this is an acceptable thing to do? Peter, if you're listening, please send me an email because Allison and I have a lot of questions. Because Peter's listening. I mean, he might be. I hope I didn't pronounce your name wrong, Peter. I'm sorry. But if you are listening, you're probably not. But if you are... Let us know, because we're curious. <laughs> Do you have a floaty? Yes. <laughs> Spice. All right, no, I have other science news for Ashley, right. which I think is also super interesting. Wait, hold on, let me take another set. Okay. I will read the uh, premise of this science news <laughs> that Ashley will talk about. Uh, so this one comes from STAT. Uh, I get their daily newsletters about science news. And I need to be involved in all of these. Yes. No, um, a postdoc in our lab actually was telling me about all of these science news sites he reads, and they're fantastic, and I actually really enjoy reading all, like, some of these articles. Like, some of them are about, like, chemistry and about, like, the different bonds that you can change to, like, change different things. You can yep, tell how English much I know is, about chemistry. English, English is a good language that we know. <laughs> It's not English, it's, like, I'm good at English. Chemistry, however. Mm. Had to take that one twice. (laughs) Uh, So, the FDA recently approved a clinical trial for a drug. And this drug is the first drug in the United States with a digital ingestion tracking system. It's called Abilify MySight. And so Abilify is already a drug that's been FDA approved. And the only difference in this is that the pill can send information to like a smartwatch or an iPhone and then that information can be shared with your caretaker or your doctor about whether or not you swallowed the pill and the pill released its drug 
into your system because drug release is a big deal. I agree. And taking drugs on like the correct schedule, like it tells like the time and the date and like all this information about when you took the drug so that you can look back on that and the doctor can say, well, this drug is not working because Mm -hmm. you didn't take it or this drug is not working for you even though you took it and we try different things. The funny part about this is that this pill that contains a microchip that gives information about your body to doctors is being tested first and only in a group of schizophrenic patients. (laughs) So, for those of you that don't know, schizophrenia is a really, really serious mental illness. People have delusions, you know, personality changes. There are a lot of things that go wrong in schizophrenia. And one of the biggest things is that uh, schizophrenics have paranoid delusions. So they believe people are watching them or following them or that they have been microchipped in order to, you know, uh, listen to all their conversations and things like that. So the fact that they're thinking about testing a drug with a microchip in a population of schizophrenics is terrifying. It is. It's just, like, of all the populations to test it in, I can totally, like, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. And, like, I wonder, like, you feel the same, right? Oh, yeah. I'm uncomfortable. But it's interesting because uh, one of my friends who is a social worker brought this up to me that one way that doctors uh, get schizophrenic patients to take their antipsychotic medications like Abilify is that they come in uh, at certain time points and the doctor gives it to them like in an IV. Mm -hmm. Uh, But why is that not skeevy? But the doctor getting information about when they took their pill, skeevy. I mean, both things are skeevy. It's not that one of them is not skeevy. It's just that a lot of times there's a series, not a series, a, a pattern of non-compliance in schizophrenics. And so the only way to get them the medication that will help them is to do it IV, you know, every so often or, you know, whenever they, they really need it. Um, but the thing I think about this is like getting a medication that is intravenous, you know, while they may think, oh, this is bad, like, this can be traced enough. But telling them that they're getting a drug, like, there's a whole process of informed consent. And if you're informing these people and providing proper informed consent, you're telling them that it's a drug that contains a microchip, they're going to look at that and be instantly afraid to take the medication because of the idea of them being, you know, tracked or just these, like, paranoid delusions that they possibly have. And would you take a drug that has a microchip I that don't want sends to. information to, like, your smartwatch? No. <laughs> I don't want, I mean, I, like, if it was, okay, I guess the way to think about this is if it was the norm, like, if it was something we were always doing, where it was, I can log all my medications here, I get a notification that says you need to take X medication now, which would be great, because there is a problem with non-compliance based on number of medications that elderly people are taking, or just people who are on chronic medications, Um, not knowing when to take them or taking the wrong one at the wrong time because there's so many of them. So having one that said, you need to take this, this pill now and it had like a picture of what the pill looked like, that would be extremely helpful. Yes. And then once you took it, it would like just check, check box that you took it. I think that would be great. But I think we're so far away from that right now that having any pill that has it is such a weird thing to think about. Like I would be uncomfortable being like, yeah, let me just pop this in the mouth. Yes, and I want to point out that that was one of my first thoughts, too, is that uh, populations that have bad drug compliance, the first thought I had was patients with dementia. Mm -hmm. Patients who would like to feel better, but just literally their brain is, like, 
stopping them from yeah. remembering to take their medications and even elderly people who want to take the right medications but don't remember if they took them or not and you can't look at a bottle of 20 pills and like rain man like knowing that if you took yours for that day or not mm-hmm. and so i don't understand why they didn't test this in like dementia patients or just yeah. healthy elderly patients yeah. who like want to remember when they take their pills why schizophrenics <laughs> i think that's the weird the weirdest thing Yes, like a population with a fear of the government tracking them or Mm -hmm. doctors tracking them, being like, here, eat this microchip. Another (laughs) thing is like, so thinking about, again, the IRB and approving studies and things like that, one of the biggest things is you can't do studies on a captive audience. I don't know if they're doing schizophrenics like who are outpatient managed or inpatient managed schizophrenics, but if they're doing inpatient managed schizophrenics, it means that they're using a captive population of people in order to do their study, which is not ideal the wording in this fda statement is that the um uh that it will go to the patient's healthcare professional or caretaker so it could be so i guess it's maybe so it a could, mix of both yeah it could be like your creepy overprotective mother who gets this information about you swallowing your pill. Like, we've all seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest where they all, like, hid their pills under their tongues so that they didn't have to take, like, all the crazy pills that, like, the mean... Orderly. Yeah, orderly gave them. Yeah. Mm. It's just very... I could imagine this being in a dystopian novel without even having to imagine. It's very big brother. Yes. It's exactly what it is. So, drug delivery systems are really cool, but this one is creepy. Yeah, so... Um, just sketch. All of that is just sketch. Yes, makes me feel weird. Yes, I feel strange. <laughs> like, normally I'm all for science. Like, I want my designer babies and <laughs> all sorts of stuff, but this one is skeevy. I'll agree with that. All right, those are my two science corners for you. Great, so I'm... Oh, I just spit on my So, now that we've done some drunk science, and I would say it's, like, sufficiently drunk science, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Quite a bit, Warm. Yes. We're drinking straight bourbon, and we're almost done. We didn't get up to get more ice, because we just haven't stopped recording this whole time. Neat. Um, yeah, so we're drinking it neat. It's something. Um, so, the final thing that we are going to talk about today, because I'm not going to have Allison react to more song lyrics this time, um, just because we're trying to keep it shorter, and we're already at 55 minutes, so we're good at this game. Um... We're going to talk about Tinder. Yay. Which is something that exists. Um, but we're not going to talk specifically about Tinder today. We're going to talk about a Tinder-related thing. And we're going to talk about pickup lines. Um, because I've gotten my fair share of Tinder pickup lines, but most of them are usually like, hey, nice tits. <laughs> or, <laughs> like, someone at one point said to me, are you the SAT? Because I would do you for three hours with a break in between for snacks. Wow, that's... I, I thought it was hysterical. I like that one. I mean, I laughed a lot. And Please I asked, keep that one. I asked the person if it worked, and he told me it had worked once before. <laughs> Did he take a break in between for snacks? Though? I don't know. I didn't get to ask that, because <laughs> I was just... I didn't know what to say. But, so, pickup lines on Tinder are a weird thing, but pickup lines in general are pretty great. And I love corny pickup lines. Send me all your corny pickup lines because I will love that. Yes. And so I hate talking to strangers in general. And the idea of talking to a stranger at a bar is like doubly bad. But it just, I feel like corny pickup lines, like 
are in a sense like making fun of how awkward it is to talk to a stranger at a bar and the idea that like you're acknowledging how dumb it is to walk up to a person (laughs) and just talk to them like it's better than pretending that this is an acceptable human interaction (laughs) oh yeah oh absolutely and I just think like there is a line I think with pickup lines right and that you know corny ones are really great Mm -hmm. and like you know trying to be funny is good but when you get into the point where you're really raunchy with your pickup lines, that's too much. Like, do not introduce yourself to me by saying, hey, if your left leg is Thanksgiving and your right leg is Christmas, can I visit you between the holidays? No, don't say that to a human being. Stop. Say something like, cute and clever, like, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. And then do, like, finger guns, because finger guns were my go-to move when I'm trying to impress someone. That's how I got my boyfriend to date me. I told him that, I was like, I said, hey, I'm Ashley, pro tip, the bartender will make you a double if you ask, and then I gave him the finger gun. <laughs> We've been dating almost two years, so... So, even though this worked for Ashley, <laughs> I would say, please never use finger guns <laughs> out in the wild. <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> like, maybe in your Tinder profile picture, if you're feeling really sassy, but not just, like, to another human being in a bar. <laughs> it went really well for me. But I wanted to talk about this because uh, one of my friends recently brought me into the world of not pickup lines, but breakup lines. So uh, the link that she sent me said, dang girl, are you my homework? Because I really don't want to do you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So Ashley, tell me what your best breakup line is. I don't know if I have one. I believe believe in you. I don't think I've ever like thought about this. Because my first thought was dang girl are you my upstairs neighbors because i really want you to shut up at 2 a.m okay um let's see i i genuinely don't know if i could think of one let there be silence on the tape and then you can come up with i mean let's be honest i always get broken up with so i don't know how to break up with someone effectively have you never broken up with another human i've broken up with one human oh see you did it i was in the eighth grade (laughs) I think I've done two, two humans I've broken up with, but one I got kind of back together with. It was so one it didn't and I count. was really sad and I like cried while I was breaking up with him. I mean, him. that's fair. I made my like only real one chocolate mousse with Oreos in it and I gave it to him. And then said goodbye. And the song on the radio, like on like the overhead music in the restaurant we were in was the na 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 na. And you were like, this na, is na, na. And I was like, oh God, this is a really bad time, but I did it anyway. Um, it's like, what is it, in How I, have you seen How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. Where they go to splits, it's that, like, ice cream place where people break up with each other. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that episode. Mm. Oh my god, I love this one. I would never do this, I just found one and I think it's great. Okay. <laughs> hey baby, are you being followed because I've been seeing people behind your back? <laughs> Dear Joe and Tyler, if you ever break up with us, actually don't do this, but please do so at least I can laugh and then be like, oh no, are you serious? Yeah, it would be like a lot of laughter and then a lot of tears. Yes. Um, the but- other one on this was, dang girl, are you in college? Because I spent a lot of time and money on you and honestly, I'm pretty disappointed with my experience so far. God, that's so true. It hurts so bad. Like my heart hurts. It's so true. It hurts so dead. <laughs> I'm drunk, it works. <laughs> I, I'm just going to roll with it. Um, but yeah, pickup lines. I think pickup lines are great. Some people don't like them. 
Um, I listened to this podcast called DTR, which is um, about Tinder. It's a branded podcast with Tinder. I'm going to assume that means down to ride. I don't think it does. I'm pretty no. sure it means to find the relationship. No, I like down to ride. So we're listening to down to ride. Um, but they talked about the word hey as like an opening line on Tinder and how so many people use the word hey and whether that's good or bad or like if you want a creative message sent to you or like whatever. I think if you can't think of something to say and you don't want to just say the traditional hey, a fun pickup line is like a good way to go. Or a corny like a pun with my name in it which is really hard because my name's ashley so it's really really hard it's like hey girl are you a piece of trash <laughs> I'd be like, yes. well yes i am a piece of trash thank you my friend encouraged me to change my twitter bio the other day to say that i am a raging trash person and dumpster fire and i did because i was like yeah that's so me it hurts Please just end the podcast and, like, have that be the end. Like, no goodbyes, no recaps. No, I have to. No. I have to. (laughs) Okay. So, oh, no, I got it. Okay. So, I just wanted to say thank you guys again for listening because we're already at an hour of material recorded, which means we probably have about 45 minutes here with all the silence. Um, So, good job. That was a high five in case you were wondering. Yeah, it was definitely a high five. Um, So, I just want to say thanks again for listening. And I really appreciate you guys tuning in and sticking with us for as long as you have. Allison, do you have anything you want to say? Roll Tide. Again, Allison just says Roll Tide, and that's about it. (laughs) Um, I would also like to say that my cover art is from um, someone on Twitter who is super great, and they got their, uh, my cover art to me in like an hour's time, which is phenomenal. (laughs) So if you have any graphic design needs, uh, you can hit up... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a b at abg underscore gfx um and for anything you need seriously is willing to work with you like did this for me for a great deal trashly talks is now available on itunes what? and google play what what and stitcher what 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 <laughs> which is crazy awesome so please uh and also still soundcloud so i guess if you want to listen to me on soundcloud you can but that's to me what yeah, that's fine. No more what. But if you would like to listen on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, I will post the Stitcher link on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, and it's searchable on Google Play and iTunes. But if you do listen there on any of those, please drop me hopefully a five-star uh, rating if you like it. If you don't, don't give me five stars. But Four tell me half. why <laughs> you don't like it. Um, but if you could give me a rating and a review, I'd love to hear from you guys in any way, shape, or form. That being said, um, give me, uh, shoot me an email at trashlytalks at gmail.com or slide into my DM, shoot me a tweet at trashlytalks or at turbo for what. Again, I am Ashley. And I'm Allison. Roll Tide. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in and catch you on the flip side.